Welcome to this week in Indian Hill Brave Sports here in the all-new IndianHillBraves.org and ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports. I'm Jason Griefer, and each and every week we discuss all things Braves athletics with AD Brian Phelps. Brian, good to be back with you again. Uh, how are things up in your neck of the woods? Things are rolling. I think all our teams are doing well, and <laughs> we're excited that we got another week to play, and uh, we're just taking it one week at a time. And to your point, all of your teams are playing well, and we're going to do a lot of bragging, I think, on this show here today. Uh, let's start off on the gridiron. Your football team has made it look easy through three weeks. 3-0, and outscored your opponents by 124 points uh, thus far. Uh, you've got Redding coming up this week. What have the coaches been saying about the level of consistency they've had coming right out of the gates after all the uncertainty, knowing if we would even have a season, and yet, through three weeks, I'll say it, they've just come out and bludgeoned every opponent thus far. What have the coaches been saying about the team's performance? Well, I, I think they're typical football coaches, and they're probably focusing more on the things that they can correct for the next week than uh, patting their kids on the back too much at, at this point of the season. And, um, you, you know, it, it's easy to start feeling good about yourself when when you're playing pretty well and putting points on the board. But um, our coaches do a really good job talking about the big picture of the season. And yes, we're week to week and, and we want to take care of each CHL opponent and prepare the best that we can. But but hopefully we're playing a lot more than just six uh, regular season games. And uh, they're keeping that in perspective and, and they are really trying to make sure that they're honing in on every minute detail and every mistake made because that's really uh, what's going to count in the end. Halfway through it, as we said, uh, this week they're uh, at Reading, so we'll be keeping tabs on that one for sure. Let's move on to cross country. They were just in action this past weekend in the Mason invite. Uh, how did how did the team feel coming out of that one, and how are they looking getting ahead for the, the Eaton Invitational this coming weekend? You know, I'm going to switch gears just a little bit with cross country. Um, you, you know, our, our coaching staff does a great job with our kids, but we had, I got an email on Saturday night uh, from the Batavia head coach just complimenting one of our kids. Her name's Courtney Winker. Mm-hmm. Something she did uh, during the race when one of their kids was struggling. And I, I just think that that is a true testament of what our cross country team is about. They're out there training hard to, to run well every time, but, but the bigger pictures uh, they have in mind too. And just you know, what she did to support their runner just wants me to brag about that program and kind of focus, um, you know, that kind of effort on, on what our kids are doing. Uh, you know, we hear about the wins and the losses and maybe when some things don't go so well and, and things do go well. But at the heart of athletics, this is the kind of stuff that we want to celebrate. Sure. Does that, did, when you heard about that, did that surprise you? You know, it didn't. I, I kind of the chill bumps a little bit, you know, just that someone else would take time to recognize one of your kids. And, um, you know, you, you think about it, you think about Sue Savage who runs that program, and it doesn't surprise me a bit. You, you know, I think that um, she teaches sportsmanship with those kids, and I think that's a direct reflection of, um, you know, not only what the kid has inside, but but what our coaches are, are trying to, to – to the coach and teach both our boys and girls on that team. When you see and hear stories like that come in, how does that make you feel? Not only as an athletic writer, but just as, as, as a person seeing that, yes, as you said, wins and losses get all, get a lot of the attention, but to hear 
and see that your coaches are also focused on churning out quality people as they move through high school and on to college? What comes to mind? Well, you know, I'm new here, as, as you know, and, mm-hmm. and one of the things that I'm big uh, with is talking about how do we teach sportsmanship and how do we teach leaders? And I've been part of um, some leadership student leadership programs. And these are the types of things that remind you that it is possible. You know, we can do these kinds of things uh, together and and we can turn out kids that are not only great athletes and great in the classroom, but just great people. And uh, when I can use these types of things as an example, I think it really kind of catches fire with the rest of the programs and just makes our job a little bit easier when we have these type of concrete examples that we can point out absolutely and uh we're glad to, glad to talk about it here uh on the show that that's for certain and congratulations to that young lady for for doing for doing the right thing uh, you can definitely say that for sure let's move on let's talk about volleyball right now uh in a good spot right now in, in the chl it's early in the conference season tied for third just one game out of first uh, you're gonna get uh gonna get a taylor this coming week and then uh in the second of four straight road matches so not not an easy trek right now uh, through the league, but if you come through this on the other side of it, maybe with maybe all four wins, maybe you go three and one in this, how big would that be for the team knowing that you have the benchmark in the league in Wyoming next Tuesday? You know, the league is up for grabs, and you said it. Um, you know, our coaches are preparing our kids for the next match, you know, not trying to look too ahead. We know they're all tough. They could all go either way. We, we feel we're, but, but it's nice to know we're right in the mix and we have a chance. And we'll see what happens this week and then uh, kind of worry about next week, next week. And, um, but, but it is a nice feeling to know at this point in the season, we still have a chance. We're playing some pretty good volleyball. And um, as you said, it, it is a gauntlet coming up and we'll see what happens. Big week coming ahead. We'll talk about it next week, and we'll get a little more, a little more in depth on that on that matchup with uh, Wyoming uh, come next week. Let's to move on to the links. Uh, boys golf, boy, the, the, you the, you could not set up the schedule any better than how things have turned out. Now you're in a three way tie atop the league with Madeira and Marymont. It's a three horse race to win the league title. And oh, by the way, there's a tri match between the three uh, out at Camargo uh, today. So you can't ask for much more than that. Have you sensed maybe an increased focus in the team? in the days and maybe last week or two leading up to this match, knowing that this was coming and that these are the two other schools that are going to be right there competing for the league title? You know, I'm not going to overblow it and say, man, this has been the the circle, you know, date on the calendar. I think our kids are just playing and they're enjoying it and they feel like they're shooting some pretty good rounds. And it's kind of, kind of like, um, yeah, that that's our next match and we need to take care of our business. We'll see what happens at, at the end of the day, but I, there's confidence on that team. And I, I, I don't think it's an over, uh, I don't think they're overconfident. I, I just think they know they're playing well. And, um, you know, it's easy to be excited about playing at Camargo Country Club. And, and when you have two opponents like that, um, you know, to play with, it just make it makes it even that much more fun. Since you're not on the course and, and uh, letting the coaches handle it, uh, who wins? Well, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to keep that one to myself. I think. Uh, it's just it's just you and me talking here. Nobody, <laughs> nobody's, nobody's listening or watching. Yeah, I, I know that. <laughs> I think we have an idea. Let's move on. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about the girls. Uh, just finished up the CHL championship. Second place finish there. 
uh, behind Wyoming. Do they feel like they're on the right track as we head wind down the regular season just a couple of weeks before the uh, sectionals? They're so excited. You know, they, they, they had a good day. I, I had a chance to see them tee off and, um, you know, play a little bit of golf. And, and there was some good competition. And to kind of get those final scores coming in that we finished second in the CHL, we said from day one every week these girls are getting better and they're proving it. It's, we're not just – it's not just scores, but you know they're they're showing up to competitions and finding ways to win. And yeah. um, you know the the CHL is kind of what they're playing for right now, or we're playing for right now. Now we'll move on to the tournament and see how far um, at least a couple of our girls can go. We we have some nice young girls golfers. Do you feel like you've got a couple in there that could maybe make a run? We do. Um, you, you know, I, I I'm not as a well versed of, of what girls golf looks like in the city outside of our league and you know who we're playing but I know that um, if nothing else they're going to get some good experience for how, however far they can make it and we'll build upon that uh, for the years to come. Let's move on to the pitch let's start with boys soccer sitting in a three-way tie for third in the CHL they're just one game back at Marymont so it's a very tight race it is still early in the season but you're going to get Marymont this coming week uh, Marymont has been spectacular Thus far, they are undefeated on the year 8-0-0 thus far. What will it take for your team to knock off Marymont, which no, nobody's been able to do, and uh, try and move yourself to the top of the standings? Yeah, Brian Daniel, our boys coach, um, we were just talking about it this morning. And um, although it was a draw this past weekend, uh, he really felt like they turned the corner and probably played at least the best half of soccer they played this year. Mm -hmm. which is exactly what he was hoping going into, into this game. And um, I know we feel like we can compete. Marymont's a, a, a very, very good program year in and year out. And this year is no different. We know that. And, um, but it, it's nice knowing we, we feel like we've played well going into a game like this. And, you know, the ball just needs to bounce a couple of lucky bounces sometimes to make all the difference. We'll see what happens. But um we respect Marymont, and we're excited to, to play that game coming up. The girls have they're in a similar story here. You know, they're they're, uh, they're tied with Marymont at the top of the league. They're both both teams are two and zero. They're going to play Marymont this coming Wednesday. These two teams are about as good defensively as we're going to find, not only in the CHL but I would argue throughout uh, Greater Cincinnati. Both teams have allowed just four goals the entire season. Uh, given that, how important? Will offensive execution be in this match, given how good both teams are defensively? Yeah, that's that's a good question. I mean, our girls are so gritty, and they, they just find ways to dig deep. And, um, you know, I'm guessing that my coach would say they're going to play the way they always play. They're going to play really good defense. And when they get their chances uh, on offense, they need to capitalize. But I don't see – big strategy change to try to you know score a couple extra goals in that game um, they're good they're fun to watch they're tough and um, you know we know Marymont's tough as well it's, it's going to be a great CHL matchup and uh, we just might have to dig a little bit deeper and uh, you know in a game like that sometimes a little bit of luck helps and maybe we can find the back of the net a couple times and keep them out of it. With the way both these teams like to play defensively, as you said, very gritty, Marymont's kind of the same way. Is it almost a, th a thought of if you don't leave this match with a couple of cuts or a couple of bruises or a couple of scrapes that you didn't go all out? 
Well, let me be on the record for saying I'm not condoning violence. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. But this, the way we expect the, the physical play from these two teams, there has to be some, some battle wounds coming out of this. Would there not be? Absolutely. I, I, after a game like this, both teams are going to know they took the, the, the opposing team's best shot. And, and when that happens, you're a little sore, you're a little, you, you know, but, um, that's the way they like it. That's the way that we expect it to be. And that's kind of what makes it so much fun too. Yeah. Well, uh, plenty of ice at the ready for the players uh, after that one. Uh, that's for sure. Let's talk about field hockey. As we, we talked in our last conversation, they were just getting ready to uh, get going here. How are they looking thus far in the first couple of weeks? I'll tell you what, um, they are five and oh, and just, you know, whether it's the parents in the stands or the kids on the field, there's a little bit of, you know, what's going on here? We're actually playing really well, and it's a lot of fun. It's just the chemistry has been great. I think the coaching staff has done a good job keeping the girls, um, you know, focused, and, and really they haven't had to do that much. Our senior leadership, you know, we, you always talk about senior leadership, but our seniors have been outstanding. Just mm -hmm. the culture of the program, finding ways to win. It, you know, um, our first four games, it was like, okay, well, that. That was a lot of fun. And then we traveled over to St. Ursula Academy and said, okay, we know this is going to be pretty tough. And, and to come out of that game wanting six to one, I think just made the girls believe that we have a legit shot to have a great season this year. So it, it keeps coming though. We have Ursuline coming up tomorrow and, and we know that's going to be a, a tough game, but we are not only competing, but we're finding ways to just play some great field hockey and it's fun. You know, I mean, yeah. as an athletic director, you kind of always have your favorite sports, um, you know, although you can't maybe say that out loud. And um, it's hard for field hockey not to be one of my favorite sports right now. They're just with the energy they're playing with and, and um, you know, the winning. It's 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 pretty cool. Yeah, it is. And especially the, the way they've been winning, uh, as you said, uh, pretty impressive uh, thus far. Lastly, here we'll talk about. Uh, girls talk about the girls tennis as you said they keep finding ways to win last time we talked they kind of a tough start in the non-conference uh, one and two and uh, since the last time we've talked six matches five zip every time out here was there any kind of special message delivered uh, after the loss to Mason or was this something that like we talked about there was no sense of panic and they, they knew the turnaround was coming yeah, there wasn't a coaches and players meeting or captains meeting of what's going on. This is exactly what we kind of expected really. You know, we knew the first few matches, they were scheduled that way on purpose. Those are some of the best teams in the state, division one. I mean, Mason is about as good as it gets, uh, you know, at, at that level. And um, no, I, I mean, I think if, if you talk to our coaches or kids, that's why we play tough early. And we've been playing really well. We just third round of the GCTCA state tournament, Seven Hills, who's always a talented team. And um, to come out of that with a 5-0 win um, was pretty awesome. Uh, we most likely will play Oakwood next. That'll send us on to the state. We know that's going to be a, a tough test for us. And that's kind of what they're gearing up for right now, that Oakwood match. Given how long this program has been successful and has been at the top of the league and has competed on a state level, I'm guessing you know you're you're new to the pro you're new to Indian Hill there. You're you're not getting any sense of complacency from from these athletes, and they know that yes, we're off to a good start in the league, but 
we've come to expect that, and they can still raise their game and meet those expectations each time out? I don't think there's any complacency going on right now. I think that um, the goal is in front of them. They, their eyes are on the prize kind of thing, all, all that, that yeah. kind of stuff. And um, they're working hard every day to get better, to kind of get to the uh, – hopefully, you know, finish off the CHL and then get into the tournament and see, see how far we can go. Lastly, before I let you go, now we're in the middle of September. We're really in the throes of this fall, fall sports season. And even when we last talked a couple of weeks ago, we weren't sure what the fall season was going to look like. Would it last? Thankfully, to this point, there's not been any, any, not, not been any stoppages in play uh, for you. Given that you know, you're, you're, you're the new man on campus here at Indian Hill, now that we're into the season, is it more stressful now that the season's going, or is it less stressful now that you're actually able to see these kids go out and compete? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I think that there's been a lot of stress, you, you know, I think for everybody. I think now that everybody's back in school, you know, you, know, you just worry about an outbreak that's not – it's never anyone's fault, you know. Yeah. But you start rolling, and any of our sports, like we mentioned, they're all doing such a great job, and you'd hate for – kind of an outside something that we have no control over to kind of shut something down. So I think, I think about that every day. Um, we're asking our coaches and kids to continue to follow every protocol that's in place. I, it, it's getting tiring on people, you, you know, parents, kids, coaches, I, sure. but we have to keep the course and give our kids a chance uh, the best we can. But no, th there is a lot of stress just knowing there are so many factors that we can't control and, just living day by day kind of with it. Are you at least able to enjoy watching athletic competition, even if it's just for a few minutes and able to block out all the noise and wondering, okay, I have this meeting here. What's the ticketing going to be for this one here? Are you at least able to escape that for a little bit each week? You know, that, that, <laughs> that's a good question. That's one I've been asked um, plenty of times. And I've got to say, there's not a whole lot of enjoying the events. You know, I, I, I don't, I feel like I don't get a chance to be a fan. There's always something going on, you, you know, I, um, and, and that's what I miss about, you know, as much as I love sports, I wish that I could sit in the stands and just enjoy and not sure. worry about everything that might be going wrong or who doesn't have a mask on or what's going on at the ticket gate. So no, not really. <laughs> there, there's not been a, a whole lot of that. But, um, you know, we're, we're going to get back to as normal as possible sometime soon. And that, that'll relieve some of that stress. And um, I'm just glad that our kids have an opportunity to find success and play every day. And, and, and that's, that's really where the joy comes from, I guess. Not, not the actual watching the event right now. Well, we've gotten a lot of enjoyment out of all of your – fall sports programs thus far through the season and we're still glad to have the season and as i said before nothing's been uh postponed called off whatever you want to call it and we're happy for that uh, as well brian great catching up with you once again and uh, next week let's do it again let's brag some more on some of your student athletes what do you say sounds great hey thanks for having me absolutely that is indian hill athletic director brian phelps joining us here for this week in indian hill brave sports here on the all-new indianhillbraves.org and espn media powered by sidearm sports